and welcome to the Eat Sleep Yoga podcast. I'm your host, Ruth Thomas, and I help women feel strong and lead healthy and happy lives through yoga and lifestyle practices. So on the podcast today, I'm going to talk to you about my yoga story. So how it came about, how I got started, when I decided to become a yoga teacher and where my yoga business is heading now. So I'll let you into a little secret. Um, My life hasn't always been quite um, this holistic. So I finished uni um, about 15 years ago and I went straight into a job that um, I really wanted. I quickly moved up through the ranks, um, probably too quickly really, but um, yeah, that's a story for another day. Um, I was earning money, I had a a nice apartment in the city centre, I had a nice group of friends, um, but something was missing. I was was really anxious, I had social anxiety, so um, I'd feel really anxious around being in social situations like eating and drinking, things like that. Um, I was super stressed and I was suffering from out of control eczema on my face and on my hands, which was making me self-conscious and then obviously making my anxiety worse. I was, I was basically in a spiral um, and I had no idea what was going on or how long I was going to be able to, to carry on um, living that way or how I was going to be able to make it stop. And then one day, um, my friend heard someone who had been on Big Brother talking about hot yoga classes on the radio. Um, And she'd found that a hot yoga studio had just opened up um, nearby. So we decided to go along to a class just to kind of see what it was all about, what this celebrity was was talking about. Um, And I was a complete beginner at this point. So my mum had previously been practicing yoga and so it had been on my periphery for a while um but I'd never actually practiced it myself or really knew too much about it um to be honest I probably had that same image as most beginners do about yoga um in my head so you know someone sat in like a a cross-legged position they got their eyes closed they're meditating um not really doing much movement or the movement's been quite gentle and quite easy um and yeah just i just presumed it was quite easy so i thought i would give it a go um you know something new to try that kind of thing um and so so we signed up to this hot yoga class now, hot yoga, um, for anyone who doesn't know, is, is basically practicing the physical yoga poses, so the asanas, in a room that's heated to about 38 degrees C, or it's super hot. Um, and the idea with it is, is that the heat helps your flexibility, so your muscles are, are able to stretch out more, and it can help to boost your circulation, Um, And it kind of really detoxifies your body through sweat. Um, And yes, you really, really sweat. You you sweat like never before. It it literally pours out of you. You know, drips off your nose when you look down. Your arms are completely soaked. Like you'll honestly never sweat like you sweat in a hot yoga class. It was the hottest 
and the sweatiest um, that I've ever been, to be completely honest with you. And I didn't know uh, when I walked into that hot yoga studio that hot yoga is not recommended for complete beginners. So if you think back to your first yoga class, so all those new things going on, so you've got your breathing, new ways that you're moving your body, the mindfulness aspect, you're trying to find your balance, you're having to watch the teacher's every move because you don't know what you're doing, and then add a boiling hot room on top of all that. Like, it was a lot. But I absolutely loved it. So something just clicked for me. Um, and I know I've talked about this before, but I'm, but I'm not really sporty or competitive. Um, I didn't go to the gym regularly. But I really loved that in this class, everyone was practising together, but separately too. They all had their, their own things going on on their mat it didn't feel competitive um and to be honest I was just too busy trying to keep up and, and like keep on top of everything to um to really notice what other people were doing so in that first class um I didn't think about any of my worries or anything that was stressing me out I didn't think about work I didn't think about my skin problems um I just focused on getting through those 90 minutes and then getting out of that boiling hot room. Um, and in fact, during that first class, I found myself constantly looking at the door, or the whole class, just wondering if I could go out to cool down. Um, but I didn't. I stayed in that boiling hot room on my very sweaty mat um, all the way through, all the way through the class to Shavasana. Um, and it felt amazing, absolutely amazing. So after that class, um, something happened, something happened. I started to crave that feeling of not thinking about anything and that feeling of, of physically moving my body and then a deep relaxation at the end of class. I'd never had a class like that before. And I wanted to be able to, to link my breathing with my movements and not have to be gasping for air in certain, um, certain poses. And like I say, I've never been particularly sporty, um, but I really, really enjoyed the non-competitiveness of that yoga class. So I loved that everyone was moving and, and breathing together, but also doing their own thing um, and, and working on their own issues as well. So I bought myself a 15-day pass to that yoga studio um, and I went back 10 times during those two weeks um, and I actually dropped a dress size in those two weeks. Um, I felt fitter, I felt stronger in my whole body, but especially in my upper body and my core. Um, and I felt more in control than I ever had. Um, something had just switched in my brain and it, and it felt amazing. It felt absolutely amazing. So soon enough, um, yoga became a, a way of life for me. I was going to a class every day, um, either in my lunch break or I'd go after work, um, sometimes both. I met loads of lovely people at the studio I went to and, um, and I felt really inspired actually by the teachers as I, I started to delve deeper into yoga and the whole kind of wellness um, world as well. 
But it wasn't just the kind of physical poses and the classes that I noticed changes in. I started to notice changes in myself as well. So I was becoming much more self-aware. I was able to notice when my stress levels were rising or patterns of anxiety were, were starting to show up. And I started to eat better. I started to sleep better. Um, I started making better life choices for myself. And I noticed that I wasn't as reactive to stressful situations or people. I felt much more calm and, um, and relaxed. And actually my eczema disappeared. So as I started to uh, practice more and more self-care and I started to set boundaries for myself, my eczema disappeared as well. And I think yoga was probably the catalyst to make me take a sabbatical from my, from my job and go traveling around Southeast Asia. So of course, um, I ended up at a yoga a retreat in Thailand for a little while. Um, so this was an amazing experience to be able to fully live my yoga. So I was surrounded by other yogis. I slept on a, a very humble mat on the floor of a dorm each night, just covered with a mosquito net and listening to the sounds of the, the waves outside the window. Um, and I got to experience so many different styles of yoga at that retreat. And some of them really resonated with me, um, others not so much, but I really benefited from trying loads of different things out. And it was at this retreat where I, I started to really hone my routines. So waking up um, and practicing yoga became my daily thing. Um, I, I learned how to use affirmations and, and mantra meditation, which is still part of my practice now after all these years. Um, and I just loved being part of a yoga community while I was there. So when I came back from that trip, um, I had a real passion for yoga then, like it had really seeped into my everyday life and I really missed it if I hadn't practiced that day. Um, and in 2014, I decided to take my yoga teacher training. So I looked at loads of different training, some were abroad, um, but I finally settled on taking um, my training with a company that did weekends in Manchester. So it meant I could still work full time during my training. Um, and it was super tiring. So I was working all week full time and then training all weekend, doing that for about six months. But it was worth it um, when I qualified at the end. Um, and I decided to, to start my classes straight away. So I quit my job in the corporate world. I sort of like skipped out, like I'm gonna be a yoga teacher and everyone thought I was absolutely mad. Um, but it was the get, get out I needed. It really was the get out I needed. Sitting at a desk all day is, um, is just not for me. Um, however though, self-employed life hit me full on because I only made 11 pounds in that first month. Um, <laughs> and I had some people try to make me feel better by being positive and, and they were saying, oh, well, you know, at least it wasn't a loss, like you made some money. Um, but obviously 11 pounds, it doesn't pay the bills, does it? So I had to find a part-time job to help me out. So I continued working in the day um, and then teaching yoga at night. 
um, and, and my classes were growing. I was really lucky actually when I started teaching yoga, there was a real lack of yoga teachers in the area. So my classes grew um, consistently and quite quickly really. Um, and some of the people, some of the very first people who came to my classes still come today, which is um, an amazing feeling having their support for all, all this time. Um, and then about six or seven years ago, my classes were really taking off. Um, and the company I was working for in my day job was expanding too. So they needed someone to do my job full time, which I, I just didn't want to do. So it pushed me to become a full time yoga teacher. And it was the push I needed, really. I'm not sure I would have stepped out of my comfort zone otherwise. Um, and I probably would have still been doing the same thing now. So um, teaching at night and, and working in the day if that hadn't have happened. So, yeah, being full time teaching for six or seven years now, I can't remember. And those years have, yeah, certainly taken some navigating, um, you know, suddenly becoming your own boss is, is something else. Um, but I found a real love for organising events and retreats. Um, they are definitely my thing. And even though I'm completely shattered by the end of a weekend, uh, I love spending time with the communities. I love spending time with my yogis. I love being able to, to share my knowledge with them um, and just being around them and, and learning from them too. We've got such a great community. It's just so lovely to be around people for, for a weekend. So I absolutely love that. Um, and then of course the dreaded pandemic happened. And my business was turned completely upside down. So I still remember, actually, it was, a, it was a super sunny day and I was sat in the garden with absolutely no idea what I was going to do. It was a real sink or swim moment. Like if I didn't go online, I didn't have a business. But what if people didn't want to go online? I had actually tried going online before having um, like Skype classes and it had been a bit of a flop. So why would people do it now? It was just such a worry. And I remember I had a real big cry that day before deciding actually I was going all in on the online classes and would just have to see what happened as time went on. Um, but I'm so grateful that all my lovely community, my yo lovely yogis came with me. Um, they all just got on with it. Zoom became our normal, just like it did for most people. And I think it actually helped our community grow stronger. So we spent more time chatting before and after class because people didn't have anywhere to rush off to. And we just really supported each other through those those crazy times that were happening. And, and it actually made things a little bit easier, um, I think. And we're still we're still online now. So, yeah, people must must have enjoyed it. Um, most of my classes are still online. I uh, run workshops online. And actually, we even did um, an online day retreat as well. So I'm still I'm still a yoga student now after almost 15 years. I, I still go to classes, um, mostly online now, um, mainly due to the pandemic, but also my teacher moved to London. 
Um, so I'm online um, and I still get inspired by other teachers. Um, I try and do in person and online um, stuff with other teachers as well. Um, I'm still learning things about myself and using yoga and meditation as a way to really live my life in the best way that I can. So taking my yoga teacher training in 2014 was was one of the best decisions I've ever made, actually. And it's led me to where Eat Sleep Yoga is today. So I've had plenty more trainings along the way. I've done um, pre and postnatal training, yin yoga training, Ayurveda training, um, many others that I've forgotten and probably many more um, on the horizon as well. So I love practicing yoga. I love teaching yoga and I generally love just talking about yoga and I hope that I get to continue practicing and teaching and talking about it for many years to come. So that's pretty much my yoga journey so far. I hope I've inspired you to step out of your comfort zone and take a leap into the unknown as well because great things can really happen. So thank you for listening to the Eat Sleep Yoga podcast today. I would love to hear from you and find out what you thought of it. Um, If you would like to find out more about what I do, so my classes, my courses, my retreats, etc, then please take a look at my website www.eatsleepyoga.net or feel free to send me a message and I'll be happy to answer any questions that you have. So stay strong and I'll see you next time.